This is the Friday, August 13th. Ooh, Friday the 13th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight. So settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgham here with Anita Marks, a special guest on the DW podcast on Friday, filling in for Joe and or Doug as they're off gallivanting about. Anita, of course, one of the best personalities we have on the Daily Wager roster. I'm sure she's wearing a shirt that relates to one of her plays, but you can't see that since this is a podcast. Anita, how are you doing this morning? I am sporting the Mac Jones t-shirt <laughs> all day, all weekend, because he balled out, but we're going to get into that a little bit later. I don't know, you, you threw me off with the Friday 13th. I forgot it was Friday 13th. A, I took a flight today. I flew back from New Jersey from Miami. What was I thinking? And B, should we really be gambling today? Tyler, should we really be talking about spreads today on Friday the 13th? You know the answer to that question is yes, so let's dive right in, baby. We have some preseason <laughs> football to get to, and I discussed this on the pod yesterday with Joe, um, the Saints and the Ravens this week, and we know the story of John Harbaugh and 17 straight preseason wins, 15-1-1 ATS in those 17. He's been the preseason god. Saints are getting two and a half in this game. The Ravens are favored by two and a half. I was all over Baltimore because of that trend. How do you feel about this game between Sean Payton and John Harbaugh? So when I look at preseason games, I, I look at the quarterback situation and and probably the one, the one I won't call it an analytic, but one of the, the caveats that I love is teams that are having quarterback competitions with quarterbacks that very well could be a starter this you know, both of them could be starters on separate on, on other teams. So for me, I love the Saints in the preseason because you've got Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill battling it out. Meanwhile, on the opposite side for the Baltimore Ravens, you know, Lamar Jackson coming off of the COVID-19. Does he play a series? Does he play two? I don't even think he plays a quarter. And then following that, you've got Trace McSorley and Tyler Huntley. And I've been talking to folks in Baltimore. You know, I lived in Baltimore for four years. I know that organization extremely well. And, and that, or, that offense just, it's, 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 it's embarrassing. Um, I know this is a family podcast. I can't, I can't share with you what exactly they tell me uh, what that offense looks like uh, when Lamar Jackson is not active and attractive. So I am fading the Ravens as much as I love John Harbaugh. And I know how important every game is to him. Uh, their offense just is sputtering when Lamar Jackson isn't there. They don't have they don't have Joe Flacco to come in. They don't have like a back a, a solid backup who's going to come in and uh, and and really move the chains for them. Meanwhile, Jimmy Smith is injured. Uh, Hollywood Brown, Boykin, another wide receiver, and then Bateman, their big stud rookie wide receiver that they drafted. Uh, he's on the shelf, and it looks like he's going to be on the shelf for a few weeks. And like I said, with the Saints. Love that Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and oh, by the way, Simeon is their third string quarterback. So you've got better quarterback play that will go into the third quarter, maybe the fourth, because they've got a, a, a quarterback battle. And oh, by the way, Saints defense has looked great. And they've got some good rookies that I'm really excited to see play on Saturday. So I'm all about the Saints. I love the Saints, that line in the first half. Keep an eye out for it. It might drop a few hours before game time, but that's probably my favorite bet. 
All right, I'll take the Cardinals and Cowboys again. We'll see tonight, Anita. Uh, the total has dropped a little bit. I'm still going to play the under there of 38. When we think of these two teams, we think immediately of offense. But this isn't the regular season. Of course, Mike McCarthy and Cliff Kingsbury are going to run two of the fastest-paced offenses in the National Football League. But we're not going to see the best version. We're not going to see the Ferrari version for either the Cardinals or the Cowboys. Both these teams need to improve their defense. So I think you're going to see more concerted effort on that side of the ball in the preseason. They have young players they've drafted in recent years that they want to give important, valuable preseason reps to so they can be ready for the regular season on both sides. So I think defense will be the focus in this game for both the Cardinals and the Cowboys. If this was a regular season game, I'd be playing the over. Since it's a preseason game, we won't get Kyler, we won't get Dak, we won't get the slew of offensive weapons that each team has. I will go under 38, though that line has been moving. I think it opened at 39.5 or 38.5, I can't remember, but it is coming down. I'll still play the under there. How about your New York football giants? Uh, Anita, do you have any read on how you want to play them this weekend? I do. Just so you know, the Saturday game, this 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 matchup between the Giants and the Jets is typically called the Snoopy Bowl because <laughs> it is held at MetLife Stadium, and there's a Snoopy trophy that comes along with it. Huh. Just FYI. Uh, but uh, but listen, I have not been a Zach Wilson fan. I was pretty disappointed that the Jets drafted him. You know me. I'm high on Mac Jones. So I think I think this is going to be a rough outing for Zach Wilson. If he plays a few series, if he plays a quarter, he looked horrible in the green and white scrimmage last week. And now he's going to have to go up against a great Giants defense where they have a lot of depth at the defensive line, a lot of depth with, with DBs uh, that are trying to battle out for position. And now they go up against Zach Wilson Wet behind the ears coming into New York City from BYU. Yeah, good luck with that, son. Also, no Elijah Moore dealing with a quad injury. Elijah Vera Tucker, who, by the way, I love that they drafted him, but he's got a pec injury, so those two dudes aren't going to be active. Robert Sala, this is his first game preseason as a head coach. So, And on the opposite side, no Daniel Jones on Saturday, but their backup is Mike Glennon. I think Mike Glenn is a top 10 backup quarterback in the NFL. He might play the first half. So I'm all over the Giants here. I think it's going to be a long, long night for Zach Wilson, Tyler. Giants getting two points at home with a total, I believe, of 35 in that game. So a low one in the Snoopy Bowl. I didn't know they had an actual trophy. So thank you for uh, at least enlightening me in that regard. Um, I'm going to turn to another preseason guy when it comes to the coaching ranks. If John Harbaugh is the Tom Brady of preseason coaching, then Mike Zimmer is the Joe Montana. Zimmer is like 20 and 10 or 20 and 8 ATS his last uh, couple of years. He coaches hard in the preseason. He coaches to win. And I really do think even though the Broncos may use Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke to see if they can get some separation in that QB battle, Zimmer also is going to deploy a more aggressive defense than we would normally see in the preseason because last year, he called his defense the worst he's ever coached. He was embarrassed by it. So I think for this preseason, you would get a little more run out of a defense that's added a lot of new bodies. We talk about Dalvin Tomlinson all the time, Patrick Peterson. I don't know if those guys will play, but I do know Zimmer is likely going to be very aggressive with trying to set the tone that this year our defense is going to be different. And another thing that I don't know how much it'll matter in the preseason, but I know the Vikings have one of the best home field advantages in all of the NFL. And even though it's a preseason game, I'm sure those Viking fans will at least be happy to be back at U.S. Bank Stadium for the first time in a couple of years. So 
I know the Broncos will likely play some first-string, quote-unquote, caliber uh, quarterbacks, but I think the Vikings under Zimmer in the preseason and wanting to um, put the screws to any quarterback that comes in to set the tone for the season, I like them getting two-and-a-half at home against the Denver Broncos and Zimmer continuing a trend that's kind of John harbaugh light in the preseason. Uh, last night, uh, Anita, we saw – uh, the New England Patriots take on the Washington football team. Cam Newton got some work, and your boy Mac Jones got some work as well. Uh, is his uh, future for Rookie of the Year dropping? Are you putting some steam behind the Mac Jones train? Yeah, listen, uh, hashtag, you know what I like to say, Tyler, on the show, run, don't walk, baby, run, don't walk. Listen, I text with Mike Reese, who, who has been covering the Patriots forever and a day for us and does a phenomenal job for us at ESPN. I've been texting with him at least once a week. How's my boy doing? How's my boy doing? How's my boy doing? Mike says he's coming along. He looks great. I think that this is a true competition. Mac Jones and the way his style of football best suits the offense that we've seen the Patriots run with Tom Brady and have success. So I think there's a legitimate chance that Mac Jones could be the starting quarterback for the Patriots week one and then have the Patriots utilize Cam Newton very similar to how we see the Saints use Taysom Hill. I can envision that. And if that in fact happens and he's it is announced that he would be the starting quarterback for the Patriots, that right now it's 10 to 1, Tyler, for him to be offensive rookie of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if that drops to 5 to 1. Mm. Because him in that offense, man, with Bill Belichick, that coaching staff, uh, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that he is uber successful this season. So I'm on it right now. 10 to 1, hashtag run, don't walk. Go put money down on my boy, Mac Jones, offensive rookie of the year for sure. Yeah, he did look very impressive with his uh, limited work there against the Washington football team. I know, Anita, you're probably playing a lot of golf down in South Florida when you were there. And uh, based on what you told me earlier, it's warm enough for you to get out and play right now, certainly, uh, not that you're back home. But uh, we wouldn't let you get out of here without discussing the Wyndham uh, heading into the second round today. Um, do you have a play on who you think might win uh, by Sunday? Because uh, we got a few seconds here before we shut down the pod. I know you like talking golf. So anything that sticks out to you after 18 holes from yesterday? Yeah, listen, give me Russell Henley. Are, are you kidding mm. me? At plus 450, shot at 32 yesterday, tied for ninth on this track last year. He's been playing unbelievable this, this summer. Fourth strokes gained tee to green since June on tour, and this course fits his game to a tee. He is like, he shoots darts with his wedges from 175 out, and that's the wheelhouse here. He's great on Bermuda grass, and his goal, he wants to win the tour championship. So he wants to accumulate as many points as possible before the Northern Trust starts. So I'm all dialed in on Russell Henley to win to win this weekend. All right, Anita, thanks for uh, hopping off your uh, PJ and settling in for a few moments to help us out on the Daily Wager podcast. That's it for today. Ten minutes of the bets you need as promised. Please do us a favor and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously on all podcast platforms. Enjoy the weekend. Good luck and good gambling. And we'll see you here on Monday. <laughs>